0: Welcome to the e commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo-Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way, so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the eCommerce Badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo-Coster. If you haven't already heard, there are major changes coming to the internet that are sure to change your ability to reach new and returning customers. More specifically, I'm talking about the release of iOS 17 and the death of the third-party cookie. There are a lot of technical things that go into this topic and a lot of variables at play. I'm going to do my best to break it down as simply as possible and focus mostly on the solutions versus going into all of the nitty gritty. I will provide you with some additional resources if you want to dive deeper into the more technical side of things. But the main takeaway I want you to have is how you can move forward and make sure you're collecting as much first-party data as possible. We've talked about this a bit before on other episodes as previous changes were released, so I'll stick links in the show notes for those episodes as well. Let's start with iOS 17. In recent years, we've seen a couple of iOS changes that have shaken up the way internet users are tracked on iPhones, and this is no different. First, it was iOS 14 that gave users the ability to opt out out of tracking by apps like Facebook. This meant that Facebook could only track your activity on their platform, which was their first party data, and couldn't track your behavior on other sites. Then came iOS 15, which removed email open tracking, which essentially made emails look like they were opened even when they weren't. Now we have iOS 17, which is going to strip user identifiable UTM parameters in the mail app, messages, and Safari's private browsing mode. Note, this is specifically user-identifiable UTMs, not the standard source, campaign, and medium you use today to understand your best marketing channels. And because it's limited to the channels I just mentioned, things like standard Safari browsing, Chrome browser, and custom parameters created by tools like Triple Whale will not be affected. Clavio will also not be affected because it redirects links before adding UTMs. If you don't use Clavio, my guess is that they handle links similarly, but it's worth a shot to do a little research on it to be sure, and my guess is your platform has probably posted something about iOS 17 on their website. What will be affected is Facebook links and Google links. The Facebook links are unlikely to be a huge issue because most people use the Facebook app and Google ad links are only going to be an issue if the user is using Safari's incognito browser. The one thing that is not clear is the impact on affiliate or referral links, especially if shoppers are sharing their referral links with friends through Apple Messages. If you do have an affiliate or referral program for your store, I would reach out to the platform you use and ask them if their tracking will be affected by iOS 17 And if so, what are their recommendations for dealing with it? Overall, the conclusion on iOS 17 is it might not be as big of a deal as it sounds. But at the same time, I imagine more shit will come down the line and other platforms will soon follow. Next up, let's talk about the death of the third-party cookie. This is a topic we've been hearing rumblings about for a long time. In fact, Safari and Firefox have already blocked third-party cookies by default in their browsers, I think it's getting more attention now because Chrome is scheduled to do its rollout at the end of 2024 or it's like mid to end 2024. And as of May 2023, they hold a 63% market share with Safari in second place at 21%. That's a huge gap. One thing to know, though, is that Google has been planning this for a long time and they've missed multiple deadlines. There's no guarantee that it won't get pushed back again, but even if that does happen, it's in your best interest to prepare as if they're going away tomorrow. Before we get into what you should do about it, let's talk about what this actually means. And again, I'm just doing broad strokes here so you can understand the general concept. Check links in the show notes if you want to dive deeper. Cookies are essentially just tracking codes that get attached to your browser and can identify you as a user. Every platform uses these cookies and has unlimited access to the length of time it can track you and where it can track you. That's essentially how products follow you around the internet. Cookies know what products you looked at and then are able to identify you when you navigate to another website. Moving forward, in the simplest terms, cookies are only going to be able to track you on the site you're on and for a limited amount of time. Once you leave a specific website, those cookies will be removed. The removal of those cookies means two things. One, they won't be able to see where else you go on the internet. And two, when you return to the site again at a later date, they won't know you're the same person who was there previously. The concept is very similar to what we saw happen with Facebook and iOS 14. It wasn't that Facebook couldn't track your behavior. It was that it was limited to tracking what you did on Facebook specifically. It couldn't see what you were doing on other websites and it's limited on how long it can track you for, which is why the ad attribution window was shortened up. But here's the caveat and the good news for all of you. If the customer identifies themselves to you by giving you their email address or logging into their account on your site, then you have the ability to tell the third-party tools that you use who that person is so you can unify their data. Going back to Facebook and iOS 14, after that uproar, you likely heard about and or updated your Facebook ad setup to connect directly with Shopify's server-side conversion API. It sounds super fancy, but all it means is that when someone places an order on your Shopify store, the data is sent from Shopify server to Facebook server meaning it can bypass the need for browser cookies. When doing this type of sharing, though, it's important that you update your privacy policy to outline all the platforms that you share your customers' data with and what you plan to do with it. You'll also have to consider GDPR and make sure you're getting permission to track EU site visitors. I'm not an expert in internet privacy or GDPR, so you'll have to do your own diligence to confirm what is required of you. But I'll stick some links in the show notes for you to check out, including Shopify's privacy and compliance app. So now the question becomes what can you actually do about it? How will you continue to track and understand your customers' behavior to better serve them? And how will you be able to find new customers through things like Facebook ads? The answer zero and first party data and a return to traditional marketing principles, aka understanding your customer. The first thing I want you to think about is how can you better engage your website visitors so they identify themselves to you? This will be things like quizzes, wish lists, and reasons for your customers to log into their account on your store, like a rewards program. There are, of course, tools out there to help you do this and new ones popping up all the time. If you don't already have something like this in place, the sooner you implement it, the sooner you can train your customers to utilize it. I've also come across some other cool tools that provide some out-of-the-box ideas on how to engage your customers on your site. They're a bit spendy, and I haven't gotten a chance to dig into them too much, but I'll definitely keep you in the loop as I learn more. Ultimately, today's takeaway is similar to what you've heard me say before. The glory days of the internet. Anonymously tracking people's every move are coming to an end. You'll need to invest in tools that can help engage your customers, that can ingest data and that can connect with the other tools you use to share the data across platforms. And you're going to have to put on your old school marketing hat and be more creative. Here's the good news. Even though this industry is constantly changing, there are plenty of smart people out there developing solutions and coming up with creative ideas to give you the tools you need to create great marketing experiences for your customers. This is not the end of e-commerce. This is just a pivot and a change. And as marketers and CEOs, we're gonna have to change with the times. Lots of people survived iOS 14 when they went back to using more interest-based audiences and really digging into who their customer was. And we are all gonna survive the cookie apocalypse, as they call it, as well. Again, make sure you check the show notes for links to other episodes and resources to learn more about what to expect and what you can do about it. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today, and I'll see you on the flip side, friend.